Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How are you, Hector? I'm doing good, man. A little tired this week, but I'm doing good. Oh, you've been working super hard on <sighs> you lately. Seven days a week, man. Like, yeah. like, like the last two or three weeks. And then uh, I think my first day off is like completely off from everything is going to be Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you were just showing me this amazing piece of art you did in a Tijuana flats in Pompano. It's so cool. Yeah, man. My friend, awesome. uh, my friend Nate uh, is the lead artist on that project, so he designed it. And okay. then uh, um, my other friend Jolene uh, came in from California, and the two of us banged it out in uh, about four days, I think. We started oh, Saturday cool. on my birthday, and then we finished uh, yesterday. That's awesome, dude. I have a, uh, I have a little something for you for your oh, birthday. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> now I'm scared. Now. Is it going to jump? I don't know if we talked about it on the, he- on the podcast, but um, Hector's had, had a little bit of a bad back. So I got you a massage. What? <laughs> what? Nice. Yeah, I got you, I bought you a massage for your birthday. Uh, seriously? Yeah. Is she topless or is it like, <laughs> is it like regular? It's a regular <laughs> massage. Ah, that's so awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, man. I hope you like it. It's at Hand in Stone, which is um, it's just right around the corner from here. Okay. You know where we go, Paddy, um, Paddy Max and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's right there. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Very I, nice. I will, I will use that as soon as I get a day a day break here. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, ha- happy birthday. I didn't know if you were like a kind of goads and gets massages type of a I dude. I have never had one. Well, that's but, what but I, I yeah. am. But I am totally down to try it, man. That's good. Cool. Well, I, I can tell you from birth that it is good. Oh, awesome. <laughs> totally do it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. Oh, no Thanks, problem, man. Nice. Oh, and happy birthday, man. Thank you. Thank you. We have John Leonard here. How's it going, John? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? Everything good? Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice, nice. I yep. only saw you yesterday, didn't I? Yep, that was a really fun event we got to do yesterday with Carl. That was really sweet. Yeah, totally. It was the Grace Notes project. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Carl's been on this podcast before, what, and we've both played with him a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yep. Yeah, you've done a bunch of gigs with him, haven't you? So yep, you guys I have, actually. News, man. I've known him for years. <laughs> um, same, thing, same thing with you guys, probably the same about, about, amount of time, about 15 years or so. And uh, just about two years ago, or not even, maybe a year and a half ago, we uh, we reconnected again, and um, we've been doing some stuff with, um, you know, different uh, treatments and stuff, playing at those, and then um, yeah. I did he a, called I us yesterday that for that, too. you know, yeah, and it was really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like Hector was saying, they had us on the news, didn't they? Yep, yep. 15 <laughs> seconds of fame there. You guys, especially you and Carl, yep, they even showed me in there. They got my yeah. back in there for a second. They showed my hand strumming. It was cool. Yeah, really absolutely. It was such a fun time, man. It was just to see that people were so happy, you know, like. I know, yeah. I got out of bed, had a little breakfast, and then just went straight there. What a way to start the day. Yeah, it, awesome. it was amazing, man, because, like, you just see, you just saw them, like, how they truly just were just so joyous. And, like, yeah. and like you were saying, it was just, like, I agree with you. It's like, or I, I, maybe you were. Carl was saying like the best crowd they played with for in front of for a long time you know? oh yeah and it really yeah. was because they were really engaged and they loved it and they, it's like it, we, it we play so much that we don't have that happen you know it was that dude from Nashville can you remember what his name was I can't remember his name oh not offhand no. um, but it was that guy who said that yeah yes yeah. he was yep. great though it was, yep. it was you and I and this guy that this other dude he's a real nice guy um, yep but yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching the watching the little clip on the news, I mean, you could see everyone in the crowd was just so thrilled to have you guys there. Like, they loved it. And they loved it. And and Carl was saying that some of them have never seen live music before, you know. Yeah. So it was like you could just see that's why you know they were so happy and they were just joyous and it was like, and I was like, you it was know, a we, pure. We, it was something very pure about it. Like yeah. you know, no one was no one was kind of like 
there's no Taking judgment the out of it and kind of giggling in the back you know nobody like, judging you or like oh this guy how as good is this guy you know it's just just they just they're just happy to have musicians there playing and it's just yeah. like the best thing ever for them you nailed it with a christmas song as well yeah i guess smart. i got lucky you, you did rudolph the red nose reindeer didn't you Yep, I did that yeah, one. Yeah. I learned that last year. I didn't learn it good enough to start playing out for Christmas. So I was like, all right, this year I'm going to get it. So I got it this year. Yeah. That was fun. I know. We haven't learned any Christmas songs. We should do. I, I was teaching a kid how to play Jingle Bell Rock today, and I was thinking we should probably just play that. Nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Something Simple we can blues. Just pull out really easy like this weekend. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, That's that That has just an A section and a B section. There you exactly. go. And it has the, the timeless line, Giddy Up Jingle Horse. Yes. Which I just yep. think is wonderful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you know what a jingle horse is now? <laughs> I'm not sure. It's, it's 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 a horse that they keep uh they keep by the campfire in the evening so they can mm. use it the next morning. They can ride that horse the next morning to gather up the other horses. Is that the, true? That is what a That's really horse. what a jingle horse is. That Interesting. is a jingle horse is. I had no idea it was a real thing. It is an absolute real thing. Oh my god, that's yeah. changed my life. Yeah. Wow, are you serious? Never would have okay. known. <laughs> I was making this joke like what the hell is a jingle horse? It's actually a real thing. It is a real thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, is a real thing. Fair enough. There's also a song called Jingle Horse, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> You've opened a whole, whole, whole avenue in my mind. <laughs> You're going to go down the Jingle Horse rabbit hole now. Quite a funny name for a band, actually. Uh, um, or like a company that makes jingles. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so uh, let's get over to you there, John. So, um, why did you st- when did when did you start playing music? I know you've been you've been playing music for a long time, haven't you? I have been playing music for most of my life. Yep, I started yeah. pretty young. Um, what about your parents and stuff like that? How did you kind of did, did, did were they musicians? They're not musicians. My sister is, and my myself were the only ones that played a little bit. My sister played for a short time and she stopped. But my my parents are not musicians, and neither right. are my grandparents on both sides. And it's I don't You're really. Our family's kind of like a little mysterious, but just right. going back a couple of generations, there's no musicians. So right. I'm just kind of the random one that just kind of popped out of nowhere. Sort cool. Of. Yep. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so what were the early um, kind of influences that bands and stuff like that you were listening to? Um, let's see. Uh, I guess when I when I was well, when I was really young and I started playing when I first started playing you're just playing what the, what you learn from the teachers and what they kind of yeah. give you you know so bef- that was like I was just doing whatever but when it's I started drums. actually having my own when I started having my own uh, like influences and stuff in the music I was probably about like maybe twelve or thirteen okay. maybe even younger than that right. but around there you know between ten and thirteen I would say in those years is when I started like getting into rock and roll and stuff. And that was what I first got into was like rock and stuff. Yeah, sure. So like Zeppelin. Um, that's how I got into drums. You know, that was my initial. John Bonham was like the initial thing that got me into drumming. So that's so definitely Zeppelin. You know, Hendrix, The Doors, Beatles, um, all that '60s stuff. I like that's all that rock was like to me. That was the coolest stuff sure, when yeah. I was a young kid. Like you know, just getting into music. Um, I don't think there's I, been I a single really person. Dead. I don't think there's been a single person who's come on the show and hasn't cited Led Zeppelin as being important to them. Right. I think every single they're just so important. That, it you is. Know, well, sort of, you know, maybe even if you don't like them, you have got to accept what a huge, a huge effect they've had on you know uh, everyone's music too. And if you don't like them, you're, you got to be insane. Are they, are they a band? Oh, it's okay. I'll, sh- I'll play some of <laughs> <laughs> Really, no, like I did huge, some digging from this crazy band, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> you know, because they had everything, though. You know what I'm saying? They had an amazing drummer that's yeah. like not only just like a great heavy drummer, but like yeah. just has that fucking pocket. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That groove. 
So it's like heavy rock, but it's like grooving so sure. deep, you know. Yeah. And the bass player John Paul Jones, like he plays every instrument pretty much, yeah. and, and amazingly, you know. He's so it's wizard. like so those two just locked up into this crazy heavy groove, yeah. And then you got the the vocals of Robert Plant over that, and then just Jimmy Page going. Cra- it's like how can you go wrong with that combination yeah. of people? Yeah, you know what I mean. It was it's just a powerhouse like, combination, man. Yeah. Like, it's the kind of thing you never see again, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, people totally. try to copy it, and it's just not even going to come close. You For know? sure. And the fact that it was breaking ground as well, you know, it's like, even if you did get close to it, it wouldn't be the first time anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, that's the thing about all that stuff that came out in the 60s yep. and 70s when people started turning their guitars up. It was the first time anyone had ever done it, you know? Yep. You can't repeat that, really. All those bands are so, they're so original. Like, all those, that's, that's I swear, I was born the wrong time. Like, I wish <laughs> I was, like, I wish I was my age when I I was like 25 years old i wish i was like 25 in like 1967 you know what i'm I saying in that. california somewhere yeah, you know what yeah. i'm saying like at my prime age like in the 60s in cali like that's i feel like i missed my that's where <laughs> that's where the universe should have placed me you know what i'm saying like i feel like i got placed i, I just got placed a few years too be too late you know but i don't think you're uh, i don't think you're alone in feeling like that honestly yeah it's just like I, everything was just so cool back then yeah, it's like absolutely. all the firsts were happening you know like rock was still brand new like yeah. you know it's transitioning from being super like you know 50s ish with the nerdy kind of guys like buddy holly and transitioning to like the crazy guys on drugs you know like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So totally. awesome. So you got you got into Dead then pretty early. Didn't you? Then I got into the Dead. Yeah, where I grew up in us, uh, I grew up in Syracuse, New York, and like oh, right. up in that area, like there's just a lot of hippieish kind of people, a lot of Deadhead kind of people. And so it's an artsy kind of fartsy, like folky kind of community place. I've been to there. Syracuse. I played at Funk and Waffles. Okay. Yep. That's yeah. a great place. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Name. I left before. I, that wasn't there when I. I left a long time ago. I came down here in high school. So and I've been on. I've been in South Florida on and off for like 25 years. But right. um. So that wasn't there when I was there, but I've heard right. about it. Like all yeah. the good bands play there, so yeah, that's cool. You play there, hell yeah, yeah. It's good in the, in the university, I guess. Like yep, Syracuse bit. over there, Syracuse University. Yep. Yeah. No, I've been there a couple of times. Um, there's this sort of uh, northeastern, um, you know, ska punk scene that uh, nice. They used to have us over there. We were on a um, we were on a small label called Asbestos Records, and um, you know we were we were. Going yeah. over there to promote the record and stuff. We we went to the Northeast. We we did like American tours a few times, but like we went to the Northeast sometimes, just the Northeast sometimes. You and know? just stay in that area, yeah, just kind of yeah. hit Boston, like Philadelphia, New York, all that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And yeah, some of those little towns, you know, like in yeah. Syracuse and places like that, Buffalo, Albany, and all that. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Nice man. Yeah, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good little college towns up there. It's the yeah. Northeast is really cool. Yeah, even um, places like Kingston and stuff like that. Yep. You know, in New York. Good stuff. Um, For sure. All right, so yeah, was, was your first instrument the drums? My first instrument was a violin. Oh, right. And I played the violin for about a year, maybe even less. Um, I didn't play it for very long. I, t- I was taking, I took lessons and I'm, I was enrolled in like a Suzuki violin lessons. Oh, you did that? Yeah, I did yeah. that for like a year. And huh. I, not exactly, I know it's like, I, I can't, I probably won't describe it exactly right, but it's basically um, a system that they teach you. Basically, it's like a, by ear. Yeah. As yeah. In, you know, they, 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 like they eventually, play a phrase, you got to play it back. Play it, yeah, play so it's back basically all just by ear. And then eventually, you're supposed to, they, they eventually teach you later on the reading and notation, that kind of thing. But it's initially just to get your ear to pick up the notes so it's like i don't know i think in the long run it really has helped me from being so young and starting to do that but i only did that for like a year and then i then i I didn't play anything for about a year and then i picked up cello and i played cello for two more years 
And then I stopped that, and that's when I started playing percussion and stuff in the band. Yeah. And then I started playing drum set. So oh, okay. it's like a tra- that transition from probably about the age of six when I started playing violin till about ten of that going from, you know, cello or violin, cello, percussion, drum kit. Okay, that's interesting. Because you definitely do have um, sort of an ear for harmony and stuff like that. And your originals, you know, that I listened to on the record, using a lot of interesting chords, a lot of tritones and kind of, you know, yeah. a lot of it sounds like really um, early Pink Floyd to me. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Because yeah. I didn't mention them yet, which is amazing. I forgot to. But that's another hu- huge influence, especially right. the early stuff, because I yeah, really yeah. love Sid Barrett. Like, yeah, so that's yeah. what it sounds like yeah. to me, Sid Barrett. Cool, man. Yeah, and yeah. it's like I wasn't really going for that. When I, when I made that recording of that, I was really into a, I was really into a lot of uh, – I was listening to Smile by um, – right by uh, Brian Wilson yeah, yeah. yeah I was really kind of stuck in that thing for a while and then right. uh, then that I, that's when I recorded that thing so I don't know that, nothing on there really sounds like Smile but it, that's what I was kind of really involved in uh, at the time I went through when I it's first it's very psychedelic like it's got yeah. that, that kind of exploratory use of chords you know yep. I thought it was quite interesting exactly yeah I try to do I, try, I do like to do that I like to use chords that like um like just you know like not to be not just trying to be too weird i want it to still be catchy and poppy but like yeah. still just not the stuff that's like super basic you hear all the time you know what i mean like yeah i try mean, to just I, make use well, things a little bit different so it's just not this I not this a, there's I so much you. of the same thing going on these oh, days absolutely. you know it's, absolutely. I, just, I just feel like it's just good to try to just mix things a little different so i try to put chords in there that people don't always use and shit you know and you do do that and i think it's cool i think that but not using because some people can do it and like it's just you know what i mean like i try to do it tastefully because like yeah i feel like sometimes if you try too hard to make it like not like normal then it comes sounding comes across sounding contrived so it's like a fi- it's a very fine line it I is a like. fine line because it's just what i was going to say which was that um you know, not using the chords everyone uses is like a sound in itself. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. It's like because there's only so there's only so many variations, really. Ultimately, um, it, yeah. it, and a lot of what music sounds like comes from style, delivery, attitude. You know, it doesn't not necessarily the chords or the notes specifically you're playing. Exactly but, true. Um, but the uh, the fact that there's only a, a few sort of variations of it means that you know not using the chords everyone uses all the time is it is quite it is its a whole own kind of just sound it's yeah. just, yep. because it, you can't go it's not like there's an infinite numbers of directions there's only a, you know there's only a few avenues you can take really i think someone said there's only there's something like three like it's different song types of structures. songs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Like a, they're all, everything's the same song. It's just how you arrange it or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like, and then how you make the vocal melody. It's like there's so many songs are the same. Like, you know, yeah. like yeah. you guys have seen those videos where they like do like they do a montage, and it's like all the same groove and beat and like and it's but it's but they like they, they, they sing the different. Awesome. It's all just <laughs> it's all just different uh, vocal harmonies, yeah. but basically the same song. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. We as musicians, everything's borrowed. It's all we're all recycling everything, you know. So Absolutely. that's why I try to like, you know, do, do I try to put a little effort to make it sound like it's just not everyday stuff. I guess that's yeah. what it what it comes down to. Really, it sounds cool that it's it's a grower too because I know when I first I first listened to that record a long time ago when it was when you were talking about it online like a year and a half ago. Yeah, and um, and I I listened to it and and I I thought it was cool, but I didn't. I, I didn't like hook into hook it him. Yeah. and then I listened to it again about a year ago and I was like oh actually there's something here and then I, listen, I was listening to it this week so we're doing this and I was like oh okay 
think I get, I get it now. <laughs> like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It took a minute to soak in, but to be honest with you, that's not a bad thing. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, it means it's, it's got depth. It's know? kind of abs- it's a little bit abstract, I guess, in a sense. With in the, I mean, because I can't remember what song comes up first on you when you hit it, but. I think it changes actually. I feel like it's changed for some reason. I think they put like whatever song has the most plays yeah. first yeah. or something. On on Spotify, it's Alston. Okay, yeah. And then we've never known, and then Eyes on the Horizon. Yeah, they're all and they're all kind of like a little bit different, you know. Now looking back on them, like now, like um, I wish I put something. I wish I put like another track that was a little more like accessible. I guess they're kind of they're, right. they're they're kind of a little bit deep, you know. what I'm saying like the stuff I'm writing uh, nowadays yeah. is a little less, a little more like um. Like if I when I go to record again, we're probably going to record with the full band for one. Right. So we'll have their influences on it because that that was pretty much just all me doing that by myself. And I was who did the keys on it? Uh, my the guy that produced it, my okay. friend uh, Mitch. He he produced it. He recorded it and played keys on it. Because I know that you um, play with Spider Cherry sometimes. I was wondering if Nathan was playing on it. That was no, nope, no, nope, that wasn't Nathan. That was my uh, my buddy Rich uh, Mitch Nilo. And he uh, he cool. plays bass. He plays bass with um, right now. I'm not sure who he's playing with, but he's always playing around. He plays. He's a local guy. He plays around town. Right. And um, he's more of a bass player than he is a keyboard player. But yeah. just pretty just, good just, keyboard player, though. I yeah. Just for yeah. just for the sake of just you know beefing up, and so it's not just acoustic guitar and just me, my voice and percussion, because that's all it is. That's really all it would have been if he didn't put the keys on there. You so, know? You, so did you do like? Is it djembe on there? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's just djembe and like a little shaker and stuff. It's real right. stripped down, like yeah. And it's then just recorded, keys. Man. Sounds nice. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. but like I was, but where I was going with that was as nowadays, like I'm writing more stuff. It's a little more funky, a little more rock and roll. Sure. You know, that was kind of like this. This was kind of a real acousticy kind of thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, and since I since then, I've been kind of more thinking. Even though I didn't have a band ma- band or band members yet, I was thinking more. The way I've been writing is more I've been writing for a band. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, um, so those songs are cool and they translate kind of cool. Like um, when we played the show at Barkback, we didn't play. Um, we only played one of the songs out of that. Okay. You know, because it's like you know, the other ones just didn't feel like they fit in the set right. for that for that particular show. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. So just for just to go along with what you're saying, I to, I kind of see what you mean. They might not grab you like right at first, you know. Oh what I'm saying? yeah, and like, I didn't mean that in a bad way at all. I I, I no no I, like I, they I literally grew on me to the point yeah. where I'm like I get it now. You know I like yeah. I, I you know I'm going to be listening to it. That's like, cool. Like yeah, it. I feel you. Yeah. Um. So do you have a writing process? Do you have a way that you write songs? Yes, I do. I mean, there's no formula to it. I mean, I guess there. Well, there there is. Um, I don't write lyrics first. I usually um. I usually come up with like with uh, the, the music first. I'll be playing around with stuff and p- piecing things together, and then as I start having something that'll come together that I see could, will, will pro- I'll be interested that I like, and I'll, I'll embellish it and keep going with it. Yeah, um, that's when I'll start hearing the vocal melodies, you know, and then like then I, the the last thing I do is usually write the words because. For me, that's always like the part that's the, the hardest, you know. Well, not hard. the hardest, but just like you gotta really, you gotta sit down and think. Okay, well, what's the song gonna be about, you know? Or what? Yeah. Or if it's not gonna be about something, what are you gonna make it kind of like ambiguously about? Or what is it gonna? What kind I of suck at writing those. What kind of, of flow yeah. is it gonna have? You know? Do like, you find that you're like um, after you after you write the music for something? Do you find that you know you just have a subject that you want to write about, and so you kind of shoehorn some lyrics in there, or do you feel like the music kind of inspires a certain subject? and it kind of points you in the right direction a little uh, mainly mainly the second thing you said because yeah. um a lot of time i won't uh well recently i've gotten ideas for songs and then wrote the lyrics based on like a subject 
But a lot of like, with those lyrics, a lot of the lyrics on that recording, the that initial EP we did, I did, um, that's um, that's like uh, basically um, the kind of lyrics that are kind of like stream of consciousness. Like I don't know how right. to describe it. Like they, like I try to make it so that the, the words and the story can kind of mean different things to different people. Sure, sure. yeah, that's you know awesome. what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's like op- it's like it can be openly interpreted for different differently by different people. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, there's I like think that's an art form, and 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 probably the best way to make art and they do mean things to me like but like like right now if i I looked at my lyrics i could kind of i could kind of tell you what i was thinking when i came up with them but there's no there's not like my my words are generally not stories or it's generally not about a certain subject yeah you know what i'm saying it's more just about like kind of like a stream like ideas it's almost like filler sort of but like at the same time i i try to make it thoughtful yeah you know what i mean those are are some of the best kind of songs though because if i'm listening to a song I'm listening to a song that somebody's written, and they've written about a specific thing and a specific point in time and whatever, and I can't relate to it. Then it's just a song to me, and you know it's got to be really catchy for me to like it. Yeah. Um, but if it's a song that's open to interpretation and it can mean something to you and it means something different to me and it connects with Ben in a different way, now now we all like that song. Yeah. You know, that's, and it could mean totally different things to all. Well, of look us. at Wonderwall. What that's the hell what is I try Wonderwall? to do. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> me too. I do not connect with that song. Let's just be clear about that right now. I do not. I, that's, I don't play that one. I'm probably going to get some shit for that eventually, but I do not play no, that no one. one. It's okay. I don't, I don't either. You don't? Okay, yeah. cool. No, I'm not, I'll, I'll get away with it. No then. disrespect to those guys, but I hate that song. <laughs> I don't like that song either. Just because it's just okay. cause it's so we're played. That's Oasis all. lyrics in general, are 100% that. They seem to have mastered the art of the vague. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, like, what is it about? You know, there's loads of songs. They do have some specific ones, but a lot of their stuff is like, you know, it's just, it's a so trip. I want to have champagne supernova. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the hell's a champagne supernova? Well, yeah, right. But that's clearly just about getting wrecked, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. You know, I don't even know. I've never, I've never really thought about that one, what that, what that meant, actually. I think it, I think it's, to, to me, it has always felt like that song's always felt like it was about like, the experience of of like the fame that they were experiencing you know I'll tell you what it's not about true. it's not about a jingle horse that's true <laughs> sure as hell isn't about a jingle horse I get you I, I can't believe that jingle horse is a real thing are you making it up I swear to god I'm not that's insane it is a real thing look it up I'm telling you it's a real thing <laughs> okay <laughs> you've made Good my night jingle horse <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely um, alright so um this next question is uh, fun. Do you and actually? I think you've talked. I think I've asked you about this before. Do you practice still? Do you practice guitar? Do you say yes, like, yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's like all I do. That's literally. cool. If That's I'm not nice. if I'm not like playing a show, I'm either like practicing new songs, covers, or writing music, or practicing my guitar skills. Cool. Because um, I have like OCD, man, and um, like uh. Um, I'm a drug addict, alcoholic, you know what I'm saying? So like, I kind of re- I kind of replaced all that crap I was doing to myself with that with music, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, I, and I do have an addictive personality. So when sure. I started when I got into guitar, like I really did get addicted to it. Like I loved it. It was just like awesome. And now I still do. Like I obsess about it. Yeah. So like um it's a good healthy addiction, so that's good. Right, but yeah, yeah. that's pretty much all I do. Um because I'm just trying to get better at playing guitar, you know what I'm saying? Like when I first started playing, um, 
I was just trying to learn as many songs as I could and just get really good at just doing basic strumming. When was that? And how, how did they, how did this all come about? You deciding to sort of you know become a singer songwriter and everything. You know, I, I is it? I have a feeling it's related to kind of your recovery and stuff like that, right? I think yep, it is. About. It is actually directly related to that because I've always wanted to play guitar and I always knew I could if I just sat down and figured it out because I've, I have I have good rhythm. I'm a drummer, you know, so I knew I had the rhythm. Yeah. So I just you know it's just a matter of just learning some chords. You know, sure. and I've always said that, but I've never picked up a guitar and never did it. You know, and then I went to I went to treatment. And I was um, you don't just I don't, there's no reason to talk about it too much, but I had sure. a really long and drawn out battle with alcoholism and um, drug addiction, right? And it got really bad near the end, but thank thank God I uh, got out of that. And um, but oh, anyways, wonderful. I I did get into a treatment. So yeah, and uh, when I was at the treatment, there there happened to just be an acoustic guitar when sitting was there. It? That was in 2016. Right. So okay. about five years ago. Yeah. A little over five years ago. And um, uh, you know, I found myself in a similar position a couple of years later, so I can I can totally relate. Yep. And um, it was uh, and I'm just now getting. It's been five years, and I have slipped up a couple times in the t- in those five years. I'll have two years again in April. Okay. Um, of 2022. Um, so in the five years that I've been in the in. Going, you know, in treatment, in uh, or not in, in recovery, um, yeah. I've slipped up a couple of times, and right. uh, but I got right back on the horse. They were kind of like just dumb slip ups, like kind of fuck it moments, right? And I caught myself, just you know, I, I realized it was like I didn't, I, I didn't embellish the the. Re- I caught myself before the re- it became like a, a spirally crazy relapse. Yeah. That's you know? really good, and also really important <clears throat> to get out there if anyone's out there and thinking about this stuff, which is that you know, like slipping up and 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 relapse and things like that it's part of recovery yeah you, know? you just got to get right back on it you can't yeah. get too depressed about it yeah. and bummed out about it and um and i was able to catch myself and because of what i learned in treatment in the first couple of years of i'm not in really i'm not really in any programs anymore but the first two years of my sobriety i was very hard and uh i was well i went right from a treatment i was in a three months treatment and i went right from that to a halfway house and right. so in all that time that was a year time and then about a year after that I was still in the program, and I just I went through all the steps. I mean, I took it real serious, sure. and I still do. I'm, but I'm not like a heavy program guy anymore. Right. Um, <clears throat> so um, I forgot where I was going with that, but like basically, oh, it was like there was, um, a, yeah, there was a guitar yeah. at the treatment center. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I love so this story because there was it. one at mine too, and I could see that the program there was really awesome for people who were looking for something to grab a hold of. I was in a bit of a different situation, right? When I went in there, it was like music and 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 whatever i was doing with drugs now was kind of like intertwined to the point where i was just like i couldn't even i didn't even want to think about music. music yeah but, but like it's it, i for, for loads of other people it's just a great way of, of pulling them out of this yeah. it's what carl's you know like trying to do taking music into rehabs and things music yep. and rehabilitation go hand in hand it really know? does and it, well and the other thing is it's like um the other thing about it is it's like it was a new it was new for me because so that's that's what was really cool about it because like if say i went in there and there was a drum kit sitting there yeah. you know what i mean i would have been like oh cool there's a drum kit here but like it would i would have played it a little bit and just been like like you're saying like ah oh, this is i'm this is this drum this drum kit's what landed me in here yeah, you know i almost yeah. kind of like at the beginning i almost blamed it on a drum kit almost cuz right. I, like, sure. I was just a crazy drunken drummer for so many sure. years you yeah. know so when i went in there it's like the la- the last thing i would want to see is a drum kit but i saw the guitar and i was like i've always wanted to play guitar so then i saw it and i played a couple of chords and then it just like the the addiction took hold and now, i now, haven't put it down since basically cool. was there somebody there that that 
you know, kind of showed you some basic stuff, or did you um, just kind of start picking it up? And there was another guy there that played it, and he was like, he was actually already a player, so okay. he, he was good. He knew what he was doing, and he he was leaving in about like three or four days. So I like I saw I knew that, and I kind of like st- state claim of the guitar. Sponge, Nobody else sponged all the information. You could. yeah, I got, I got a couple <laughs> chords out of him, and then uh, basically just claimed the guitar. So when he left, that like I I, I just not claimed it, but you know nobody else was really sure. playing it. It was just sure. him playing it. So when he left, there was going to be nobody else that really wanted it. So I kind of yeah. made sure I was next in line just to grab it. And oh, trust so. me, I, I, I definitely had. I, I, even, I'm, I'm saying that I didn't want to play guitar when I was in there, but I played guitar every single day. It's still, it's still, <laughs> it's, it's still therapy, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah. our music is our therapy I, at I, the end of the day. You know, I'm thinking back on it now. You know what it was? Is I didn't want to be there performing in front of everybody. I was still playing. Right. I found an electric guitar that didn't and make much noise. And you know how to play just, already, so yeah. people expect you to play for them. Exactly. You know, yeah. so then it's like you yeah. got the pressure of that. You exactly. know, I didn't have that because I didn't know how to play. So yeah, it was like, got you. Yeah, yep. yeah. No, that was exactly what it was. Is like, yeah, it, I was already kind of like, there was, I felt like there were a lot of eyes on me anyway. You know, the last thing I, I, yep. I wanted to just kind of just be there working on me quietly. You know what I mean? Yep. Nope. I oh, totally like, get that yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But that's just so wonderful that this happened and you, you, and you started you on this path. Yeah, and, man. It's, it's yeah. like I do, I really would say that, like, I could almost say that guitar saved my life in a way because, yeah, like, because um, I don't know, man. If I didn't find the guitar there, um, you know, I don't know what I would have been doing. I don't know what it would have grabbed me and taken all my attention away from, like, you know, just like yeah. life. You know what I mean? Like, it really just, yeah, like, that overthinking where you're just like, well, what, yeah, what am I, what I, you know, what am I without all this stuff that I've been doing and everything? You know? Yeah, it was like something to redirect my energy, you it's know, yeah. from, you know, just doing stupid shit and damaging myself, you know, like, yeah. it's just a way to redirect everything. And, like, so did the writing come? Or how how soon did you start? I started writing, writing songs right when I was in the Sorry. treatment. That's like cause I, I like say, I yeah. said, uh, I, just, I, I I learned a couple of chords from the guy before he left. But then really, I, I really learned most of it just from going online and just like printing out little sheets with like chord diagrams. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. Right. So I learned A D all the basic you know major, major, main chords, and that's how yeah. I started playing a couple first easy songs. You know. Yeah. But um, I even started writing songs though, like like halfway through the. Maybe a month or two into learning the guitar, I started writing my own songs and stuff. Nothing yeah. that stuck from that period that I, that I still play now. Like it was like it was a couple of years of playing before I started writing songs that were initially that went. Those first three songs were like or the ones that went on that recording. Okay. Now I got like, but I've been writing steady since then. I got like thirty-two songs That's now. That's great. That, and I like put myself. I put all my songs through like my own little like. Um, like I would have a lot more songs like if I didn't, quality control yeah filter exactly kind of thing. I was gonna say I'd have a lot more songs if I was like less less anal about like what I what I consider something that I would want to show people you know yeah man yeah. I hear that I, I, throwing away ideas all the time like you know yeah I'm too much like that I feel like sometimes yep. I go, I, I'll finish an idea and I'm just like well that sucks and I just yeah <laughs> yeah and you know what sometimes we shouldn't be the judge of our own stuff yeah too, maybe because yeah. it's like because it's like you know I've I've had things where I thought I was just told crap before people were like dude that's really awesome awesome and then of uh, also the opposite where i thought something was really awesome people were like that sucks you know yeah, so it's like yeah. nah it, but music's ben, so subjective you know ben brings ideas and then we tell him it sucks so it's fine <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice there is a certain amount of truth in that though we do write together and it is great you know it's yeah. like, nice to have like some yeah that's cool i want to start yeah. doing that like i've been mo- mostly writing all my stuff on my own but like now that i finally have some some guys that are playing in the band with me that i, I finally locked down it took a long time but 
Um, I got three great guys with me playing, and now I, now that we're doing that, we're gonna hopefully start bouncing some ideas. So the music's yeah. a little more just you know not just one person. You know, I feel like music sounds better when there's oh, collaboration sure. going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it can be cool if one person writes everything too, but then it's just more then it's really one sided. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I feel like it's like it's better like there was when this Jay Z thing one time right when he 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 was um he was on some like track that Joe Budden was rapping on there's one bit where he goes we don't believe you you need more people and I think there's like something in that you know <laughs> yep. if you don't have any if you don't have your, like you know working with people or trying to make a thing you know I, th- I think it's that things are just generally better if it you know it's for sure done in a group what's the uh, what's the lineup for your band is it uh, I was just gonna say I should shout out to the guys yeah. um, I have uh, Nico Kiriazzi's playing lead guitar okay and yeah, he's great. Nico. He's like a bluegrass acoustic player. Yep. You know, you, yep. I know you we, guys know him. Yeah, we've, sure. we've had him on the show. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Awesome guy. So um, we're both deadheads. He's a Jerry. We're both Jerry Garcia fans, and he's yeah. you know doing the bluegrass thing. So I was like, man, he'll be perfect to play electric because you know Jerry yeah. was Jerry was an electric player, but you know he, he was really like a bluegrass yeah. banjo player yeah. playing guitar. So that's Has why Nico his style was so strange. Before or is it kind of a new thing to him? Um. It's it's newer to him. It's newer. That's I mean, cool. it's not his first time he's doing it, but like yeah. um, he's been mostly for the past couple of years just playing acoustic um, sure. um, bluegrass stuff. You know, yeah, yeah. from as far as I know, I don't want to speak for him, but I, right. I, he's, I'm sure he's played before. But I think he's I think he's like. Um, getting back into it. I know he's primarily an electric bass player. We should just make up loads of weird facts about Nico on the thing. Nico <laughs> is just this crazy guy from space, man. He's yeah, just like yeah. way He out likes there, long bro. walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Not that no, many he's all, he's actually, I love Nico, man. He's awesome. Yeah, he's, he kills he's, it. And he's doing dude. some really cool stuff. It's like, just, it's exactly what I wanted because I, I'm like I said I'm a huge a huge deadhead and like so he's like he's like doing this cool trippy Jerry kind of bluegrassy Sweet. kind of electronicy uh, kind of like psychedelic it's it's, it's perfect for it. it sounds awesome and then we got Steve Naraka playing bass he's the bass player from the Resolvers and a really? band called cool. Royal Majestic nice yep and um and then we have Chris Lopez on drums. Neat. He's like a he's like a jazz rock drummer. Yeah. Um, these days, I think he's more focusing on jazz stuff. But um, he can get heavy and play rock too. And he plays. He's doing like he's he's like a perfect drummer for the blend that we're kind of going after right now. It's like okay. it's a weird blend, but I mean, and it's it's so early in the development of it. Well, who knows how it's going to go? But we're trying <laughs> to throw a little elements of bluegrass, Americana. But also like some funky electronica so- kind of sounding like um, funky jazzy kind of stuff too. Like it doesn't surprise me that you're looking to be um, creative with it because I feel like everything that I've heard you do is slightly unusual and create and very creative. You know, so it's got, the, Thanks, the, the, the only it only makes sense that the band will be an extension of that. Yep, exactly. You know, yeah, it sounds so interesting. It's, it's like I feel like I finally got the right guys for it, and the, the I th- I'm pretty sure they like the music and stuff. So it's like it seems like we just got to get we got to get some we got to get some more rehearsals going. We're, t- we're still trying to line up more shows. Yeah. We, I, we'd love to do a show with you guys. You know, yeah. I'm talking to Mickey from Spread the Dub. Um, um, we'd love to do a show with them. You know, just we're trying to line things up. Um, we're trying to get into that Farm to Grass festival for February, but I don't uh, think it's going to happen. Either. 
I've been trying to that? get on that festival since the first one. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're out there, phones across. Yeah, bring it Billy's playing the festival. <laughs> paper, car- paper carcass, too. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah, that's a funny one. I, but I don't think we're getting, anyway, so I don't think we're doing that. I was, I was, we were trying to go for the February one. I think it's not happening, but yeah. I think he said he's going to try to get us in for next November. Okay. But I hope it's something well, else comes in up the before band, that. So you've got a good chance. You've got a fighting chance. True. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, but hopefully if, something comes yeah. up before then, but you know, because yeah. that, that's not till next November, and we just played our first show in November. So if we don't play another show in November, that's not a good if one show a year. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I hope we can do a little more than that. Yeah, but absolutely. It's, it's one a new good it's a, show. It's though, a new right? thing, so you know, it's I gotta be patient. I want to I want to be playing everywhere right now, but it's just I gotta be patient. We're trying to do a bunch of pop up events for this for five six one music so we'll have you come do a gig for that sure. would be sweet man hell yeah. yeah keep us in mind for all that stuff because yeah, yeah. We're, we're like we're like in the business now like we're looking for gigs again because cool. we had that bark benefit thing that was our first thing yeah and um, that was fun it was a good time wasn't it, it was really fun yeah, yeah. Uh, f- I mean other than the rain which which messed everybody it messed everybody up that day you know yeah. but especially us because literally I, our set was supposed to start at five forty five like literally five forty five on the dot. It just started fucking. Oh boring. no! <laughs> like right, literally right when oh, we were supposed to start. Sucks. Yeah, so so we we got to play, but uh, the rain fucked us up, and it, our sh- our set was shortened, and all the people that were outside ran inside, and they didn't really come back out because it was still kind of rainy. You know what I mean? It was just like. The rain kind of fucked us, but yeah. what are you going to do? I, w- I want to say that's when we were playing as well, or at least around then. Yep, you but guys was- were right before us, I think. Okay, gotcha. You, you guys, I think, just missed the rain, or you right, or just started okay. right after you guys finished, I think. Right, like, right. But it, it is, it still went good. We still got to play at half. We, for a minute there, we thought we were going to be completely canned. Like, we're not going to get to play. It's like, yeah. this is done. Yeah. And But we did finally, after like 45 minutes, the guys were able to turn this, the power back on and everything. We got to play for like a half an hour. So oh, okay. it was cool. We got to play, but it's just like, you know, it, it did get affected by the, the weather. But what are you going to do, you know? Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do indeed? I had a good time. I had a blast. It, it was, was oh, yeah. We, I mean, I stayed. We, afterwards, we were there the whole night. Everybody played great. It was a great, everyone made the best of it. It was an awesome experience. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying it was like, it's just the weather affected it. It would have been, a, I, fe- I felt bad for like Mickey and his mom just because it was yeah. like, they, you know, they do, they work so hard for it. And then yeah, the weather sure. came and just kind of, kind of put a damper on it. But yeah. everybody made the best of it. And it was still <laughs> awesome. And everybody played amazing, you know. Yeah, totally. We're doing a gig times. there on April second, and hopefully the weather will be hold out for that. But then we're nice. not doing that second stage thing that they did. You have to worry about that. You'll still be you'll be yeah, inside. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. exactly. So maybe that you know maybe is the whole we'll patio area right. covered at this point. It, Mo- enough of it. Of There's that little gaps, but it doesn't really matter. Right. Enough of it that it won't matter yeah. unless it really comes down. It won't matter. Right. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So do you have any like? I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but is there anything in the works? Are you, are you like, tr- planning to do any recordings or anything like that coming up? That's what we're talking about, like, right now. Basically, um, we were trying, like I said, we were trying to get into this farm to grass thing for February, but I got the yeah. news today that's probably not happening. So that was kind of what we were focusing on to try. We were going to hopefully get into that and then, you know, start rehearsing again, um, learning some new songs that I haven't shown them yet. I've shown them about, like, nine of the songs. I got, like, 32 songs. So I still have a lot of songs to show them. So I was going to show them some more songs and uh, hopefully be able to play some of the some different ones for this uh, farm regressing. But it, that fell through. So basically, now I think like exactly what you said. Like I want to like focus on um, um, now since that's not going to happen. I think the best thing to do would probably be record a couple of songs with the band, right? And release yeah. like a two song EP or something. Yeah, for sure. I'd and be excited then, um, to hear that. 
Yeah, because I want to. I want to. You know, because it'll be so. It'll be so. It'll be so much cooler with to hear. Like, I mean, that, that first recording was fun. You know, but like, uh, I want to yeah. hear it with the drum, ba- drum, a drum set and the electric yeah. bass and like. We'll probably have someone for the recording. We'll probably have someone play keys, right? Just because, like, ultimately, this the ba- this band is supposed to have keyboard player. Yeah, we don't have one now because for one, it's like it's they're the hardest thing to find. Really, I feel like, and yeah, two, sure. like I can can't really, play can't, keys. I get the feeling like he can play them a bit. Who is it? Nika. Can he play? Keyboard? Probably. He. I feel I like he plays can. everything. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he has talked about getting a synth. So yeah, I know he could definitely play a little keys. Right. Um, yeah. So we, he actually has talked about that. But if we if we could either do that approach, or we would want maybe just like a, a fifth member. That, like if we got a fifth member now, it would be keys. You know what I mean? Right. Like right now, it's just two guitars, bass, and drums. Yeah. But this kind of style of music really needs keys. You know, and the reason we haven't like added someone yet is for the first reason is mainly because it's hard to find someone that's really good and kind of will be interested in what we're playing and two it's um well you getting up there remembers at this point as well and it did the fact that you've got so so many solid members already is an achievement honestly yeah true yep yep so there's no rush to add the keys basically but it's just it's it'll be good for this style of music and i I forget there's a second point of what i was going to say oh oh at this point right now it's just like it's a little bit of a money thing because I like to make sure that I pay every, pay everybody in the band. You know, right. no matter what's going on, like if, even if it's like a benefit or something, like I, I want sure. them to be paid for uh, their time and their work. So, like, um, so basically, it's just a, sort of a money issue at this at this yeah. point in the game right are now. You, are you, know? you thinking of um, in the fullness of time getting it so you can do those kind of three four hour gig type things? Are you, is the band going to get it? To, do, um, do that I don't know because I have my I'm, I'm kind of keeping this world separate I'm trying okay. to keep Paper Carcass separate from my cover band yeah I do have like a I'm, I'm, do, I'm calling it the John Leonard Electric Band okay. for now um, I might think of a name for it oh I had no idea that's really interesting I feel like I've seen something about that now yeah that's what it. I do I want to keep Paper Carcass as my original thing I really kind of want to play that like more okay, I just realized I'm kind of far from the mic hopefully oh, yes. you sorry uh, about that um, uh, basically I want to I want uh, Paper Cargus to like you know play like sh- like sh- I want it to be like a f- a festival band if possible and like bigger cool. show you know what I'm saying like yeah just, I like, absolutely play- know what you mean I don't want to I don't want uh, Paper Cargus to be a band that's playing like playing five nights a week around yeah. here you know what I mean like I want to yeah. keep the se- I want to keep the original thing like a separate kind of thing yeah. well that's what no, then- no name for me is like we only play when we want to play and if it's big and good that's it yep exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what, so like if I'm playing like if, if I'm doing a gig where it's just all covers you know and it's then I'll call it the John Leonard Electric Band you know but like Paper Carcass I want that to be doing like you know like for instance I would love to open for like Tanned or uh, you know the Heavy Pets you know or something yeah. like that you know I want to kind of get tied into the, the jam band slash festival circuit with cool. with Paper Carcass that's like, like that's the goal for it you know what I, I mean? saw like, Heavy Pets a couple of weeks ago awesome. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, I think man. it was like the I first time they got back together. Yeah, I went to one of those Jeff ones. Jeff was shredding. I saw a clip yeah. of uh, Jeff playing a solo, and he was just fucking like shred. I was like, yeah, damn, goddamn, this guy's I really want to get him on here, man. Yep. Oh yeah, you got to get him in here for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's sick. Yep. Yeah, absolutely legit. And they're really cool dudes, man, for sure. Yeah, I chatted. To, I chatted to them. They, they were dead nice. They were yep. super nice. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Um, why don't we uh, have you play a couple of tunes and then uh, and then we'll talk about them? Brilliant. Perfect. Cool. I just put the pressure. I'm allowing I'm allowing myself to put the pressure on myself, which is stupid, but
Dude, take your time, take your time. Oh, it's recording, okay. All right, so it's going. It's you, so you get back in your car, drive it on home from the zoo. Well, you know it's been waiting, always waiting there for you. See if you can grab it, make your dreams come true. True, there's no semblance, no semblance of you. You. There's no semblance, no semblance of you, you. There's no semblance, no semblance of you, you. There's no semblance, no semblance of your mind and the dirt kicks up in your face just leave it all behind keep on moving at a steady pace well you know to just keep going the roadblock detours here just need some kind of peace and not just disappear true true there's no semblance no semblance of you, you, there's no semblance, no semblance of you, you, there's no semblance, no semblance of you, you, there's no semblance, no semblance of
every time I get going, mountains are broken down. Up in the sky, my oh my, the good Lord's laughing now. Take me up the mountain, Lord, and I'll look out over town. Down in the valley, I see Sally, Sally smiling now. Oh, Lord, you laugh at me, and I feel just like a clown. Take me up the mountain, Lord, and I'll look out over town. Stop by the old school just to see the ground. The grass so green and the air so clean, you can hardly hear a sound. About to head out again, but the angel said, Not now. Up in the sky, my oh my, the good Lord's laughing down. Oh Lord, you laugh at me, and I feel just like a clown. Take me up the mountain, Lord, and I'll look out over town. Take me up the mountain, Lord, and I'll look out over town. Oh, Lord, you laugh at me, and I feel just like a clown. Take me up the mountain, Lord, and I'll look out over Town. Oh Lord, you laugh at me and I feel just like a clown. Take me up the mountain, Lord, and I look out of town. Take me up the mountain, Lord, and I look out of town. Take me up the mountain, Lord, and I look out of town. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, sick, dude. All right, cool. We got through two of them. Nice. That's it. That's all. Pressure's off. This episode is brought to you by Handlebars Bar and Grill. It is a bike bar, and it's up in Tequesta, um, which is real near this studio we're in. It's about sort of five miles from here. It's in, Tequesta is a small town uh, right above Jupiter, on, and uh, Handlebars Bar and Grill is in. It's on US 1, just right there on the side of the road. John Leonard, who's our guest today, has played there. You know he's exactly where yep. it is. And, um, yeah, so uh, it, it's a... It's a kind awesome of hole-in-the-wall... Thanks, dude. It's a hole-in-the-wall biker bar type of a deal. My father-in-law opened it, and um, it's got great food. Bernsey does killer food in there, and uh, a whole load of uh, beers on tap. Um, we kind of tightened up the music that we're doing there now. Now we're doing a bike night on the uh, second Thursday of every month, and um, we're doing a jam on the last Sunday of every month. And that's the music that we're doing at the moment. We're going to be doing special events every now and again. But those are the times if you want to catch music, the most important thing is that bike night on the second Thursday of every month. But it's a cool spot. And um, we revitalized it. It was um, Judy's, it was called. Um, and it was kind of run down a little bit. Um, 
And so, you know, we gave the place a fresh lick of paint and um, opened the doors up again and the beer's cold and the air conditioning works now and the place is legit. <laughs> we built a patio outside the front. You should come check it out. It's cool. I mean, you'd like it. And me and Christy put, um, Christy's my wife, we put a whole bunch of uh, Christmas lights up a couple of weeks ago. So I guess a week ago. So it looks pretty, uh, pretty fun right now. If you want to come and get festive at Handlebars, now is the time. And that place has been there for like what sixty five years or something. Yeah, the, the biker's, time. biker spot for all that time, I think. Yeah. Right? Well, That's it really wasn't cool. always a bike. It's been a bike spot for a real long time, but then it's been other things too. But the the building has been there for forever. Forever, right? yeah. That's awesome. And, and very interestingly, it's a two story building. But when they built when they built the new you know US one, it used to be Dixie. When they built US one, they piled up all this earth against the side of the building. So if you if you go around the side, you can see that it used to be a two story building, but you can only see the the second story from um, from oh, the road. Weird. Is there access below? Like, yeah, is, it's almost like a basement now. Yeah, that's where that's where the beers pumped cool. and all that stuff. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, totally. Well, we have a, a second sponsor for this show today, and it is Harmony Management Group, and that is. Uh, uh, our, uh, our our good friend Mary, that is, uh, I, I guess, uh, big up Mary. Yeah, our, she uh, she she manages all our scheduling and yeah. our, our scheduling you, and that kind yeah, of stuff. Absolutely. Um, but you know, listen, uh, you know, Harmony Management Group does all sorts of business stuff. Um, you know, she can do anything from some basic uh, few hours of office work for you, uh, filing, organizing, things like that. She can also do full service offerings like uh, bookkeeping, payroll, tax services, data entry, scheduling, which she does for us invoicing um, just all sorts of office type things um, she's she's really becoming uh, the go-to accountant uh, for artists and musicians and you know like I said she does stuff for Kill Billy so she really knows what she's doing when it comes to the music stuff yeah I tell you what with our, our schedules which are going all in different her. directions and all the different gigs that we get and the different combinations of gigs like whether it's a trio or a duo or so yeah. all this stuff she um, you know she collates it all for us and puts it um, on different calendars that are different for the different Different people. Oh, she she keeps she keeps us all straight. And I'll be honest with you. In the time I've been in Kill, yeah, in in the time I've been in Killbillies, you know, like uh, the the one or two mishaps that we have had haven't even been on her they've been on they've been on they've been on us so yeah yeah so yeah so no uh you know she's definitely she definitely keeps us straight keeps us on our toes so um you know so if you have any any kind of uh business you know type uh dealings and things that you need help with uh give mary a call 561-420-5652 you can also check out her brand new website it is spectacular and beautiful it is uh www.harmonymanagementgroup.com and uh right now for the holidays she is also doing gift baskets and they are absolutely cool like she's yeah. got all these really artsy looking gift baskets yeah so. I saw nice. them there, right? yeah yeah so give her a shout and uh, and uh, get some gift baskets for uh, for your loved ones for how for the holidays yeah man yeah it's funny having you talk about something as artsy and when you're an artist it doesn't right? seem right? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense Everything, to me. everything's artsy to me. <laughs> <laughs> um all right yeah so uh th- those were two beautiful songs um and they're both very different. Could you tell us a little bit about them? All right. Um, the first song I did is called Semblance. Um, that one was, um, that's kind of like a country rock tune. It has like a little bit of like an instrumental uh, breakdown near the end of it. Um, that sounds pretty cool when I'm playing with the band. Like just by myself, it's just kind of like there's like a little there's like a little section going on there. No, but I just, get it. It's We've had rhythm. a few people on here who've just been like, yeah, they've been, yeah. Well, there's this bit that happens there, but we can't do it because yeah, it's yeah. just like it doesn't sound right without the without the pieces there. But um, sure. 
So that's that one. It's kind of it's kind of cool. It's called Semblance. That one is loosely just about somebody that you think you know, but they're not really who you think they are, kind of thing. Okay, you know. So it vaguely based around that sort of idea. Right. Um, then the next one is called um, Look Out Over Town, and I wrote that one uh, about a year and a half ago, like right after COVID happened. It was I, like the, I remember like the when you went. I remember I saw it online. And, yep. and, um, and when you were playing it, I swear to God, I was thinking to myself, I bet you he wrote this when he went to Asheville. And then yep. he you, did. That's so awesome. And it totally, I totally did. And it was like, uh, it's really happened to the stories like, uh, you know, take me up the mountain, Lord, look out over town. And it's, uh, and it, that's like literally happened to me that day. I went to Asheville and I was just like, I really needed a vacation so bad. And it was just so great to be up there. And I was like, man, I just got to get up to the mountains. And yeah. I was in the downtown area and I just, I didn't know where, I didn't know shit about Asheville. I just kind of went up there on a whim. Yeah. And, um, and I really wanted to get up in the mountains, but I didn't really know where I was going or how to do it. And yeah. I didn't, I, I asked some people and they're like, oh, you can take this, how they, they were telling me all this stuff. And I was just like, okay. I wasn't paying attention. I just, I was just, I had a cup of coffee in the morning, and I just started following this road, like a little road in town. And the road, the the road, literally w- was in a neighborhood, and it just start, just kept going up, and it just kept going up, kept going up, and I just, I just kept going. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to follow this and just see where it goes. That's awesome. And it just kept going and kept going. Eventually, it ran into the, it, it ran into the, uh, Apple, the. Uh, Blue Ridge Parkway, oh, cool. and that's so I stumbled upon the Blue Ridge Parkway, and then I got on that and just drove around all day, and it was just absolutely amazing. But basically, yeah. I just stumbled upon just driving through a neighborhood in Nashville, just exploring. I stumbled upon this little road that just kept going up, and it, so that's what this, that's what that chorus is basically about, you know. And oh, that's cool. And then um, I, I really like it. I was saying to you, um, you know, off camera that uh, that you know, I think. I think Killbillies could do a really good version of it. Would you yeah. mind if we tried to cover it? Not at all, man. Oh, I encourage cool. it for sure. That would that's be awesome. awesome. That yeah, would be man. so cool. I'd be honored if you guys had covered that. That'd be yeah, awesome. That'd be sick. You know, I always wanted to. One of the things that all the two tone bands did, you know, those ska bands in the early 80s, is they'd all play each other's, each other's stuff. Yeah. I think people should do that more too, man. Exactly. I don't know why people don't do that more, man. Yeah, I yeah. really don't. Totally. Yeah, I think it's the coolest thing ever. And, you yeah. know, like. Um, it just, we should start that. We should bring. We yeah. should bring that into the, the South Florida scene. Of, Absolutely, uh, local bands covering each other a little if bit. You know, any, that, if there's ever any Kilbillies tunes you guys want to play, just do it, man. Don't yep. even ask. Just do yes. it. That's, <laughs> how, that's what I tell people, man. Please yeah. do because it's like you're, you're you're helping us get the songs out. You know, yeah. people are hearing the music that way. You know, so yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've had a friend who you know that kind of, that the thought of that kind of bothered him, and uh, but I think that that's exactly strange. what you said. The truth is that that it's just it can only do good more people playing these things because yeah. more people hear it and it's not like it's not like it's doing um, any of the people who've written these huge amazing famous songs any damage all of us playing them every weekend right. Right? exactly right. <laughs> yeah. so why we should just play each other's songs instead I can't see so why anyone, the, can't see why anyone would be upset if someone covered their music you know what I mean like yeah. I can, Hey, can I cover your car? Oh, no way, man. Every now and again, you meet someone with a weird ego, but you know. I guess that's true, yeah. yeah. Or they think you're gonna, they think you're gonna try to take credit for it or something. Maybe, yeah, I mean, exactly. I don't, who knows? Yeah, exactly. That's no. ego. That's like ego. If you were, you know, what yeah. I'm saying, like, if mm-hmm. you're like that worried, it's like I don't know. That's kind of strange. Yeah, totally. I, I want to have a big bitch session about that, but this moment, I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, let's take a. Uh, Let's take a look at your your pedal, pedal board. board you yeah. recently started playing electric, and um, you got you got a pedal board. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? 
Um, yes. Okay. So basically, um, it's a pretty basic pedal board, as you see. I'm primarily still playing mostly just rhythm guitar. Right. Um, I'm like, I'm working on my guitar playing. So, I mean, pretty soon you're going to hear me starting to play around with leads and doing melodies and stuff. But cool. I just basically got there. That's a, that's a really nice wah. That's probably my favorite piece of, that's probably my favorite pedal there is that wah. There was one here at the Give and Let Give thing. Um, those Vox wahs, I love them it's because so they're, nice, they're, they're sweeter, aren't they? They don't have quite the range that a crybaby has. It's, it's like, it's almost too short almost, though, it, I feel right. like. You think so? I like that. I like. Yeah. I do like it, but I, f- I feel like there was. A, I wish there was a little more p- play. Play with it. Well, you know if what you I mean? want like, that, cry, the crybaby's wider. It's bigger That's, open. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. but I mean, in that short range that it does have, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of difference. Sure. So it so it, it makes up for it. You know what I mean? Oh it yeah, I less. think it's great. I th- they're my favorite was. I uh, love that one, and it's got yeah. this cool little Japanese art in the bottom of it too. So oh, I sick. really love that. I wish I could show you it, yeah. but um. And then the next thing is just a linear boost. That just that just kind of you just set that and that that'll just turn everything up. It's like a just a, it's like a clean boost basically. Okay. The next one over is a tube screamer basically overdrive, okay. and then that's just then it's just a um, TC electronics Corona chorus and uh, the flashback. Gotcha. And um, it's just yeah, it's a corner. Cor- it's just a del- digital del- digital delay and chorus. Yeah, cool man. And um, they sound cool, and I got them like I got them, I got it dialed in. I kind of use them more as like, as like tone shapings than necessarily just blasting effects. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. Cool. But um, I like I really like that wah. I got that, and then I got that um, that synth today, which I have yeah. No, I got I got to go home and read the, the rocket science. I got to go home and read the freaking journal. Can it's you like, remember what that thing was called? It's called um, it's on, a Pigtronics Mothership. That's it. That was it. Two. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But I, I, don't, I haven't figured it out well enough yet to make it. I can't tell if I really like it or not yet. Sure, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you bring it? I didn't bring it. Ah, no. I want to have a go on it. I should have brought it, man. I should have brought it. Damn it. Sorry, man. I should have brought it. Now I feel bad. It was pouring rain when I left, and I was like, you know what? I'm just playing acoustic, so I was like, fuck it. I'm not bringing this extra shit. But now I kind of wish I did. Yeah, so, no, I get it, though. You would have probably figured it out. See, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm, I was hoping I could just open it up and take it out of the box and just start turning knobs, and it was going to make all these cool sounds. Right. It didn't really do that. Right. I think I gotta, you got to kind of know how to set the things, the parameters, and all that sure. kind of thing to get the right effects out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go home and read the manual. And, and I've had experiences like that with guitar synths before. It, they're not quite as intuitive as they're not, and it's be. weird. It's 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 it only plays one note at a time, so you can't play chords or anything. Yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah. it's like that. I kind of knew was going to be the case, right. but it's really like that. It's, it's only it's only it can only do one note at a time. Right. So it's really it's yeah. really like a synth. Yeah, because that's how synths are. You know, yeah, like they sure. can't really. Uh, if I'm if I'm if I'm speaking correctly I don't think you can do chords with well it depends or, on the synth but the, it, it, the it, earliest can, ones yeah exactly you yeah, couldn't yeah, right? right I think exactly, there's just right. one note at a time or yeah, something yeah, yeah exactly so this thing's almost like that it's weird but it's almost like that which is kind of cool but kind of not cool you yeah. know what I mean like sure. kind of sucks you can't do two notes at once <laughs> yeah, you know well, that's so. like the, uh, the boss bass synth it's uh, you know kind of the same same yeah. deal you can only do is one it? note at a time but what's um, what's funny about it is is like you're saying you know you gotta be a rocket scientist it it it's a hard pedal to figure out when, you know, there's certain knobs and they do certain things and they don't seem to do what you think they do. Yeah. But, sure. but once you figure it out, Oh it's my God. Awesome. Oh All yeah. Right. And I have a feeling that pedal that you have is going to be the same thing. Once yeah. it clicks, I'm probably like yeah, it. once it clicks, you're going to go, Holy crap. This it's a is little, amazing. Ca- it's a little counterintuitive <laughs> yeah. right out of the box. You yeah, know, if, absolutely. if you're used to just t- taking a pedal out and using it, 
it's like you got to learn a little. There's a little. There's a little learning curve to it. Sure, you know? sure. So I'm, I'll figure it out. I, and I hope that, that I really hope that's the case because I don't want to. I've never. I've never said anything back, so I don't really want to do that. You know, like so. Right, yeah. I'm hoping I really like it. You know. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you'll. I'm sure you'll find a use for it. I mean, at the very least, it's going to be like an interesting thing to experiment with. Yep. And you know what? I got it for half off. It's normally two fifty, brand new, and I got it for one twenty five. So it was half, literally half off. So it's. If if it becomes a pedal that you know is not always on the board and it's kind of just yeah, something like I have, just and save it for it. recording if you need to yeah, figure out a weird or just noise spots or, or you know, yeah, yeah. if I just wind up keeping it on the side, it might just wind up being like that. But ho- I'm hoping that I really like it and it's, and it's gonna and it finds a place on my board permanently. You know, so totally, we'll see. So, do you have any? Uh, you got any? Uh, shows coming up. What's going on with your? Oh, solos you just remind thing? me. I have something for you guys. Um, oh, shows really? coming up. Um, mostly right now, I have uh, mostly still solo shows. I'm trying to transition to playing full band on the weekends. Yeah, it's a little slow going. Like people know me as a solo musician. Sure. Yeah. So um, they want something. I don't I have any videos to... of my band, and so like people want to see. It. It's just it's kind of it's, it's it's proving to be a little more tedious than I hope it was to transition yeah. to playing with the band on the weekends. But right. I have to be patient, and it's going to happen. Well, so there's something I wanted to say um i didn't i didn't get around to saying earlier which is that just over the course of the last two years of me being aware of you doing this it it is like it's crazy how how much very noticeably better you've got which is just so sick to see you know it's so it it just it, it's not that not that I ever watched it and I was like Ew, or anything like that but it's just now I'm like oh damn that's awesome like you know he's doing this oh well, that's you see awesome, it you, you know? definitely see it because yeah. like and something that I not always say about music um, especially kind of you know playing in bars and things like that is no one really notices if you're like not that good or average but people really notice if you're good yeah you know? yeah exactly and like yep. I've just lately I've been you know seeing things online I've been like oh no shit alright thanks man that's really, <laughs> yeah, that's really yeah, awesome yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's cause I've just been that's, that's another reason cause I'm just I've I worked so hard like I practice so much cause I'm just, I know that like, you know I I have a long way to go because I, I, I starting. I've only been playing for five years, so like I'm starting late in life. So I feel like I gotta like catch up, you know. So that's sure. another reason why I'm working so hard. But it's thank you for saying for saying that because it's nice to be nice when people notice it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and totally. Like, yeah, no, it's definitely. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's, it's coming. The work it's, going into it, and you know, I mean that in the least patronizing way possible. Just trying to you know. Give no, you a no, for sure. Yeah. You know, I totally get it, man. And it's yeah. true because a, a couple of years ago, I've only been playing for two or three years, you know. And it's like you know, there's only so good you're gonna be in that yeah, amount of time. Sure, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah, so it's like sure. I know, I know, I'm, and I've gotten a lot better just in the past couple of years. Yeah. Out of the, you know, I've been playing for five years, but in the last two years, I've gotten a lot better. You know what I'm saying? Like the first yeah. three years was just like you kind of like learning the instrument, but in the past two years, it's like the the learning's kind of picked up faster. Like I'm learning, I'm getting better faster now. That's if cool. that makes any sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, it does. It's like. Because I think just the muscle memory and just the repetition of practicing every day. I, 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 I meticulously practice with a metronome because just coming from the drumming, studying when I was younger, studying jazz and stuff on drums, it was just so important. That is, I, I just automatically knew that that was going to be huge for me yeah. to, for learning guitar. So since day one of playing the guitar, I've been practicing with a click, you know, awesome. just yeah. to make sure, just to get the rhythm just super second nature. Oh yeah. So my rhythm is really tight, and but the first couple of years it wasn't like that. Even though I was playing with the click, it was still I was still like kind of just like. Well, you kind of did the right thing. You 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 just sort of booked a, a bazillion gigs and just so you were just playing and playing and playing. The be- the way you get good is by playing. That's how, you know? Exactly, and I knew that for sure. So that's yeah. what I was doing. So the first, the most important thing that I was trying to do when I first started playing, because once I started playing guitar at that treatment, I was like, 
I can do this. I want to do this now. Now I want to play, you know. And then I got into it, and I was like, I set goals for myself. But the first thing I, the first thing I realized I had to do was I just have to have super solid rhythm, be able to play rhythm, strum nice, solid, thick chords, and sing over it. So that's what that's. I just focused on doing that. And then, like, so the first three years, I was really just trying to learn a bunch of songs and just strum and play real consistent and solid. And now, like now, the past couple of years, I've been trying to get better at guitar. You know what I'm saying? Like the first, yeah. I was just get all I wanted to do at the beginning was just get to the point where I could go out and play gigs, so I could start making a living. Because that's you start playing a lot, and that's when you really get better. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of knew that just because I'm already a musician. You know, it's not like I just started playing guitar five years ago and I wasn't playing anything. It'd be different if I never played anything before. But like since yeah. I already played, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. So on the subject of uh, of shows, you got anything coming up this weekend? I do, yep. I got, um, what do I have this week? I have tomorrow I'm playing at a place in Boca called The Standard. It's okay. a nice little restaurant. Playing there from 5 to 9. And then Friday I'm at, um, let me tell you one second. Uh, let's see here. Um, Friday I'm at the, oh no, so sorry. Tomorrow I'm at Delray Market in Boca, in okay. Delray. They're uh, going to miss that because this comes out at tomorrow at midnight. So yeah, don't worry about okay. that. Okay. All right, yeah. so yeah. You've missed that one, guys. Sorry. <laughs> they missed that one. Okay, so how about uh, Standard on Friday, 5 yeah. to 9, then Steam Horse Brewery in uh, West Palm, which is kind of in the warehouse district. Yeah. That's on Saturday, 6 to 9, and then I'm playing at... Per- Andy, Andy works there, right? Is that yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's, uh, I've been Johnson, trying to get right? in there forever. Yeah. But for some reason, nothing ever lines up. Yeah. He's uh, the the booking guy there is uh his name is uh Dave. Yeah, I chatted up. to him. I'm, it, it's all good. It's not it's not it's nothing to do with them. They've been being super cool and trying to get me in there, but I, for it's some reason is, nothing's like, lining yeah, up. Yeah. Sometimes it happens, you know. Yeah, totally. Coordination. And you right. playing Sunday or Oh yeah, that Sunday I'm playing at Perk in Toquesta. Okay. Oh yeah, right around the corner for me. I keep yep. meaning to come and say hello. I live on West Riverside Drive right there. I love I don't it's a fun gig, you know. I don't always love brunch gigs, but that one's a good that one's a really good one because uh people are like hang out outside and they they actually like they enjoy you know, they actually pay attention and enjoy it. So Yeah, yeah totally. Because some you know how it is sometimes some, sometimes we play gigs and you're, you're just, just kind of sound background just, music. Yeah, you're just yeah. a guy in the corner that no one gives a crap about, you know. And then yeah. other times you they're actually paying attention and clapping and the, that place I feel like the people like they pay attention, you know. So like, it's I like, could be at that gig from from my front door in like two minutes. I'm not even kidding. Just walking. Mm. I live right there. You live in Tuesco, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Nice, so nice. I, should, I should. I, I can't cool believe I've never like come to there. see you play there. It's pathetic on my part. Anyway, oh, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> we've th- so um, yeah. I, I want to just uh, quickly issue a uh, a formal apology because I made a terrible. Um, mistake and we were meant to be playing with Switch and Whiskey at Terra Formata on Friday the 17th and I double booked us with a gig that we'd had booked for a really long time and I just want to say I'm so incredibly sorry to Switch and Whiskey they're coming on the podcast in February and you know anything I can do to make this situation right feel like a real dick about it I don't ever do that anymore I don't know how that happened but anyway we're playing at Das, um, which is a cool place, and we're looking forward to the gig and everything. It's not that. It's just I shouldn't have messed it up. But, yeah, we're playing at Das, from, which is in Abacoa from uh, 7 to 10 7 on Friday. 10. Okay. And then nice. um, Saturday, we're all the way up in Melbourne at Mega Mallet. That's a haul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually just looked it up. Uh, I heard that place is really cool. Yeah, yeah. I heard, yeah, I heard it's really good, cool. They, they I, like original music there from yeah, what I've heard. That's cool. cool. I just looked it up uh, figuring we'd you know, do our usual uh, all of us pile into one vehicle. 
and uh, and I looked it up thinking like, oh, what is that? Like an hour? And I looked, it's an hour and forty five minutes away. Know, it's far away, dude. It's, it's like, like virtually where is that? It's like almost it's Orlando, uh, Melbourne. 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 Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. it is a little. I've never, true. I've never played in Melbourne. Yeah. Have you? But no, uh, I've never played there. No, I've been there a lot, but I've never played there. Right. But I, but I, uh, but I hear that that place is actually really fun. So, exactly. So I think it's going to be, I think it it's going to be worth the drive. Yeah, totally. And and also it sort of opens us up to a little bit more. Like a little bit more of that north, more northern Florida. But, sure, you know, like it is—it's a stretch for a, just a kind of a gig to to make some shackles. But it's a pretty, there's a pretty cool place to play. We're I'm gonna to it. we're gonna call it the Killbillies One Date Christmas Tour. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> perfect. And um, on Sunday from three to six, I'm playing at Pirates Cove on my own up in Stewart. Because so. he hates James and me. No, no, no. <laughs> no Maybe no. after that much time in the car. Well, <laughs> true story. True story. Guys, it came bearing gifts. Oh, oh yeah, I got paper carcass T-shirts for you guys. Nice. Man, that one's for you. Thank that's you. That's a large. Much. Yeah, Hector, that's an XL. Nice. They're different colors because they didn't have when I ordered them. They didn't have the red. I, I, I tried to get all that color gray, but they didn't Ooh. have. They didn't nice. have the large in that color gray, gotcha. so I had to get the heather. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, we've had yeah, we've had trouble with uh, we've had trouble with our Killbilly shirts where where it's like I have to get one style or one particular brand or something because they just, don't have all the yeah, same. Just what you need. So many shortages on stuff right now, and that's t-shirts is, is yep. one of them. Well, yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks man. so that's much. Awesome. No worries, man. They're oh, real yeah. nice shirts. That's awesome. Nice These are yeah, uh, David Shaw shirts. David Shaw. Yep. Shout out Dave, to David yeah. Shaw. Shout out to David Shaw for the shirts. Yep. Try saying that three times fast. David Shaw shirts. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. That should be the company name. David I, Shaw shirts. I'm going to say it once because any more than that, and I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, John. Yeah. No. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure, uh, man. Absolutely, man. Good times. Yeah. Cool. Peace. Next time. <laughs>